Hello and welcome to the Source Property Podcast. I'm Chris Kirkwood and joining me today is Source Marketing Manager, John Darcy. Hi, John. Hi, Chris. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you very much. Is this uh, is this your first ever podcast? No, funny enough, it's not. It's, uh, it's my second ever podcast. Do I want to want do I want to ask about your first ever podcast or is um, that not yeah, a good idea? You, you can do, yeah. So it was on 1990s wrestling figures. Uh, it was a podcast I was helping out with a couple of mates. So yeah, um, I'm hoping this one will be a bit more professional, to be honest with you. Well, hopefully you'll have a little bit more information about this and a bit more knowledge and experience. Yeah. Or um, am I barking up the wrong tree there? No, actually, I, th I think the, the, the wrestling stuff I'm quite knowledgeable on. It would be good if I could get a reference in there about um, wrestling and property, but it might be a struggle, to be honest with you. Let's see if you can. Uh, so th there you go, a little, a little insight into <laughs> our marketing manager and his background and his interests. Um, he's our marketing manager, and the reason that we've asked him in today is because we want to look at how you can actively and effectively market yourself and your business when you're working in property. This is something that, you know, let's split this out into three things. You've got marketing properties, you've got marketing yourself, and you've got marketing your business. Three different areas that you might go about in very, very different ways. Uh, today, we're gonna focus on effectively marketing yourself and marketing your business, because I think the property one is a massive topic that we can cover uh, potentially on another podcast, so keep a lookout for that. First of all, though, I think the first question that we're gonna start off with is, you know, the, the question that you, you should always start with when you're looking at big topics is why. All right, why, why would people market themselves and market their business other than just marketing properties if they want to sell properties or if they're, you know, selling properties that they're trading on or selling properties that they've, they've created in a block and they want to sell the individual ones? Why are people marketing themselves and their business as well as that? I, I think for me, I think in, in not just with property, but with any sort of industry, really, I think I, I'm always a believer that people buy people. Um, I think you know any kind of brands I trust or I kind of follow um, and I think it's probably come on a lot more with you know stuff like celebrity culture and whatnot but mm. for me you know and you've probably got your own biases don't get me wrong but I, I, I prefer people who I can kind of you know trust or you know if I, if I walk in somewhere and I'm having a conversation with someone and you know they're a little bit dull um, or you know without kind of sounding too harsh or you know present company accepted though yeah, right present company uh, accepted but for me I, I, I buy people um, and I think you know if, if especially within the property industry I think that that is a massive kind of relationship building industry um, as, as most are but you know definitely in property there's a lot of trust that kind of has to go into that and I think for me you know you need to kind of market yourself on you know who are you you know what are you about um, I'm not just saying kind of you know the what are your interests the I support this team and whatnot you know it's a lot more about that I think you know some of the things that I've I've kind of noticed since obviously I've been working at Sourced is you know and what kind of interested me most is, is some of the stories behind uh, the kind of franchisees you know we've got you know a, a massive network of franchisees and the ones I remember are the ones who've got a bit of a story um, and you know that story not may not be relevant to property or whatnot or how many deals they've sold or whatnot it, it's who they are and what they're about um, and, and that for me again that, 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 that that's why it's important to have the you know why why you should be marketing yourself you know, you want to stand out i think the the worst kind of thing you could be is almost forgettable um you know, so to keep it dead simple to be memorable pretty much yeah yeah you absolutely know, don't 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 be beige don't be someone you go in thinking i'm not really too sure what their name is okay so here's a question for you what if i think i'm a bit boring what if you think you're a bit boring yeah absolutely because i might not be but i might think i'm a bit boring so when you're saying don't be beige and be 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 somebody that is memorable i might be thinking oh well i need to i need to start making up i don't have any property stories yeah. and these people are going to remember me for for the property stories so i'm going to have to make stuff up 
Well, I think in, t- in terms of what you're saying, being boring, obviously, I think firstly, you know, confidence is a big thing. I think misguided confidence is, is another. I think if you're sitting there thinking, you know, what if I'm boring? Probably the likelihood is the next time you have a conversation, you will end up being kind of boring. Um, and, and, you know, I think this is another thing. Going, I know obviously we're focusing on, you know, marketing yourself and marketing your business. You know, don't try to force it. I think, you know, if you're not, you know, I'm probably not someone who can kind of walk in a room and everyone thinks, oh, wow, this guy's really amazing, you know. I want to kind of learn more about him, you know. I think people get on with me. Don't get me wrong. And I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's the, the certain part where you go, do you know what? He's a nice guy, and, but I wouldn't walk in a room and someone say, you know, wow, what a guy. And um, I think don't try to kind of force it. You know, it's not there. Don't think, you know, just by when I say boring or kind of interesting, that doesn't mean you've got to kind of go in the room and you know, when you watch The Apprentice, sometimes years gone by, and you get that kind of overbearing person that walks in there, and their kind of way of being, you know, memorable is being the loudest in the room, and quite often. It, they are memorable but for all the kind of wrong reasons um, and I think this is a question going back in terms of marketing yourself and marketing your business I, I personally would think about that before you even start doing anything because to me you know if your business is kind of what you want to push then focus on marketing your business you know, okay you've got a brand you've got something not to not to hide around but you know sometimes kind of put yourself out there as you can, can kind of be quite overwhelming if you don't want to put yourself as the face of it almost oh, you've got two really big points there that one that i want to like give you a contradictory sort of uh, opinion of because yeah. I, I i agree i agree with everything you've said but i'd look at it in a slightly different slant so the way that i would look at it would be first of all you've got to be authentic you've got to be yourself right um and when you go in to talk to people when you when you're putting yourself out there i completely agree with the confidence thing if you're authentic and you go out and you talk to 10 people then six out of those 10 people might want to have a second conversation with you four out of the 10 people might think you know what I'm not, i don't care for for that person i don't i'm not really interested in what they're doing i don't really i'm not really interested in what they stand for therefore i'm not going to have a second conversation with them but six of them do and then what you do is you you have that second conversation with those six people and you nurture that relationship because the aim of this is not to convert a hundred percent of the conversations that you're having the aim of this is to get yourself out there and build your network and you're building your network by maintaining that relationship with those six people that you have got on with so I would look at it that way yeah just to kind of jump in there Chris I think again you can kind of go I mean a lot of the kind of principles are marked in terms of of, of what you want to be about can, can be the same regardless of industry whether you're marketing yourself or, or marketing kind of a business I think Chris touched on a point there in terms of audience I think when you're kind of working in marketing really one of the things that you should always identify is who is almost your target audience as Chris has just said there you might be in a room with 10 people for example and four or five of those people, you can tell them the best story in the world, you can give them the best pitch or whatever it be, but they might be completely irrelevant to what you're trying to do. You know, if you're looking for, for example, big property deals and, you know, looking involved in big projects and developments, and then you're speaking to, you know, people who are not operating in that space, without sounding harsh, then to a point, why are you wasting your time kind of doing the big pitch to them? So as Chris has kind of said there, you know, if there's six of the 10 people or six of the 100 people, but they're the right audience for you, focus on those people but first understand you know who they are and, and and what you're looking from because otherwise you'll just end up having you know 20 30 conversations with people who are never going to kind of do anything for you absolutely it's all about being efficient i completely agree the second thing that you mentioned um oh man i've just forgotten it see, i had it right there all the way through what you were just talking through see and, I, and it's gone straight away oh i remember right. so the second thing that i was going to say was um some people will choose to market their business ahead of themselves and you know if you're if you are lacking a little bit in self-confidence i totally understand why you would go down that route but understand this 
that yes, they'll see that marketing for your business, but essentially the longevity of the relationship that you build with them will be about you and not so much about that marketing. The marketing for the business that you do might get your foot in the door, but then it's all about you maintaining, nurturing and building that relationship. And t testament to this, and this is actually a bit, of, um, uh, a bit of luck. I just had a conversation, I just had a meeting with somebody that came into our office and I've known this guy for three years. And after, after eight months, we couldn't, we couldn't work together anymore because he, he went off to set up his own thing. And that was in direct competition with what I was, what I was using before in his old company. But three years later, we've stayed in touch. We send the occasional LinkedIn message. Um, I've got to know him and it doesn't really matter what he's gone into. I know that I want to have a conversation with that guy because I know where his experience is and I know that I like the way that he operates. So he, I'm totally sold on his brand, mm. on brand him. And now we've had that conversation and it looks like we are going to be able to work together into the future. So this happens all the time. There's no use in thinking that it doesn't. You just have to accept it and then yeah. and then do your best to get on with it. Yeah. As, as, as Chris has said as well, I think with, with a lot of stuff and, you know, with with this, it may not be kind of instant success. I think, you know, and yeah. I'm, I've, I've probably been guilty of this all, all the way through kind of my career in marketing is you do a new campaign, you do all the kind of the right things and the right tactics, the plan, the strategies and whatnot. You set it live and then you're thinking, why is we're, we're, nothing's happening? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it works the same the other way. You know, as Chris has just said then, somebody known for over three years, I think, you know, don't kind of be scared that it may not pay off, you know, right away. It could be six, 12 months down the line that actually that one conversation that you had, but you know, you kept it, kept the kind of the wheels in motion, kept the conversations going, actually then pays off a lot, a lot, lot further down the line. So it's not just there, you know, a, a quick transaction. It's, you know, what else can we kind of get from people? So the, the why would be you're building your network. You're making yourself more likely to be successful in the future. As a, as a rough snapshot yes. anything you want to add to that not really no I think um, you know f f for me I think obviously one of the points you touched on was you know authenticity I think that that, that is a big thing I think and it just shouldn't be forgotten about I think you know sometimes people can put on a bit, of, a bit of a persona but for me you know in terms of why you should be marketing yourself is it's you know it, it can reach so many rewards not just financials as well even you know again the relationship building the learning the education I think especially in such a you know the property industry is massive and there's always lots going on and you know i think even since i've obviously joined the business i've learned you know a lot by just listening to people and i think even if you just take that away as a you know speaking to people you know you, you may just take one little nugget from one conversation that might make a massive difference um so yeah i think there's, there's just so many benefits to it so that's that's the why now on to the how so what strategy should be should you be looking at when you're considering what you should be doing to market yourself and your business i think for, for me and, I, and again it's not it's not i'm, I'm coming out from a bit of a um kind of a layman's layman's kind of terms really i'm not looking in terms it's specific to property i think you have to start out with a plan i, f I think for me is if if because i mean we, we could sit here now and we say right what strategy should you do and what tactics should should you do and we could sit there and you probably you know if, if you're interested in this type of thing you've probably gone on Google or you know, you've looked and gone, right, let's have a look at my social media. Let's look at some kind of paid adverts. Let's look at email marketing and, and direct mail or what, whatever kind of other marketing tactics you want to be. But ultimately the foundation of that has to be a plan. So right, you know, and, and, and you know, it may sound stupid, but if that's the very first thing you do and you do it well, you know, it will pay off. So what do you mean a plan? What, what should people include in a plan? Sit down and, and think, so, okay, what, you know, objectives, what, what am I looking to achieve? You know, what am I looking to get out of, of, of you know, my business or, you know, it, 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 like I said, if you look at it kind of being involved in, for example, property source, and then, you know, what, what, what does that look like? What does success look like to you? If, for example, you're looking at being involved in, 
you know, kind of getting into significant, you know, property developments. You know, I think a lot of the, we, we were kind of chatting the other day in terms of, you know, some of the reasons why people get into property, why some of the reasons why people become, um, you know, a, a kind of franchisee with us. And, and people will have different reasons. You know, for example, some want a better work-life balance. Some just want, you know, the financial rewards, which, you know, is great. Um, some may want to kind of, you know, it's a challenge. Some may want the training, et cetera, et cetera. And I think when you're starting out with that plan, whether it's, you know, two, three, four, five objectives, me, me personally, I think anything more than three start to get a little bit busy. But if you put three objectives and gone, right, this is what I want to achieve. This is what I'm looking to do. And that will help kind of guide you. And I'm not saying that's an exact science. I think with anything kind of I'm saying here, a lot of this is just opinion based and things that I've kind of found in the past. But one of the things that I've been, you know, found that when you start to kind of move off the track, if you just start to kind of throw all the stuff at the wall and expect something to stick, if you have a plan and objectives and know what you're trying to do, for me, getting that right, you know, is, is critical. So otherwise, you just kind of become a bit of a busy fool. So I'm going to share with you two of my marketing plans. Uh, the first marketing plan that I ever made uh, when I came into property. Uh, do you want to do you want to do you want to take a guess at it? first ever marketing plan go on to have two conversations every single day about property nice that was it that was the marketing plan because what i was trying to do was i had a network of people that that had known me for you know many many years like that classic sort of 274 friends on facebook sort of thing and these people most of most most of whom i'd gone to school with had no idea what i did so when i came into the property space uh, I wanted to convert all of my network to know that I did property. So it was just to have two conversations every day about, about property. So that anybody anybody that came into my world knew that I did property. And if they had a property problem, if they just wanted to talk about property because they own property themselves, they would come to me and that would gradually turn my daily conversations around from the, the old business that I used to run that I sold into property. So that was my first ever marketing plan. Go on. No, no. I, th I think with that, I think you know when someone sort of sit there and says, you know, what plan, what strategies. I think sometimes the the way just plan a strategy can seem a little bit overwhelming. And I think as Chris has just said there, on the surface you might think to yourself, well, two conversations that that that's your plan. It's a little bit like, but yeah, that that's kind of all it needs to be. If if something is as simple as that to kind of start off with, but actually all that does is focus you on that area, then why not do it? You that's, know, that's two leads a day. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm not even just obviously from from the leads perspective. Just just the whole conversation around it. The the the, the point I mentioned before in terms of the learnings and the nuggets. I think you have to have a plan. And you know, and again, one thing I would say is to a point. You know, it has to be structured, but it can be fluid as well. You know, I'm sure to God when Chris was doing that. You know, his plan was two conversations a day. I'm sure at some stage, whether that's you know 90 days in, six months in, whatever it be, he would review that. And I think you know, yes, have that plan. Yes, you should follow it. Don't just kind of be changing willy nilly on on different um, different plans, but ultimately you should be kind of reviewing that constantly to think right. And especially if you know if this is kind of your first you know your first steps into property, you know as most people say, there's, there's probably going to be some failures along the way. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I struggled with that plan. Yeah. It seems really easy, but there were there were a couple of t couple of occasions where it was coming to the end of the day, and I had to have a conversation with somebody, and I was like sitting in the house on my own because I don't know my wife was out out doing something else, and. I needed to have another conversation before that that day was put to a close. So I'd, I'd like call my mum at nine o'clock at night and start talking to her about property or property stuff that I'd seen. And, and she was like, "What the hell are we talking <laughs> about here?" I maybe to see you just want button jet. <laughs> um, but you know that was my commitment to that plan because I didn't want to fail at it because I, I understood how important it was. Okay, so that's the first the first marketing plan that I ever made in property. The second um, the second plan that I'm going to share with you is a little bit further down the road. It's probably about 
five or six years later. And at that point, I'd started to um, uh, offer training courses. These training courses were either over one or two days over a weekend in um, in a local in a in a in a conference room in a local hotel uh, in Cheshire, and it was about a thousand pounds for a ticket, and I had sort of ten seats available for a weekend's worth of training, and I needed to sell those sell those tickets. So what I used to do then was I then put all of my time and effort into social media. At that time, Facebook was by far the, the, the best op option for, for marketing yourself because of all the groups and the, the reach that you would have on your Facebook profile. And so I then moved over to post three times a day on Facebook with two live videos per week. And that was my sort of marketing, more evolved marketing plan when I was selling tickets yeah. for property courses. So when, I mean, because again, this, when you, when you were kind of sat down and thinking about, you know, I'm going to charge, you know, going to do 10 seats at a thousand pound a pop. How did you kind of get to that point in terms of, you know, how did you, because this is obviously another thing, I mean, in terms of, because we can say plan and we can say, yes, you know, how do you kind of quantify that? Because obviously, you know, a thousand pounds to one person is a lot of money to other people. It's not. Shall I use the knobby jargon or shall I use the straightforward speak? I, I the knobby jargon would be, uh, I was modeling people. Yes. The, the straightforward speak would be, I was seeing what, what other people were doing out there that was successful yeah. and I copied it. Yeah. And, and, and with, with that point kind of Chris has mentioned in terms of with that, you know, research is a massive thing. You know, we're talking about the plan, talking about not just kind of doing, you know, a load of different tactics research and understand you know whether that be competitors you know, I mean some of the best market ideas that i ever come up with majority don't tend to be someone's kind of idea it's always kind of inspiration of something else you know have a look at what other people are doing you know if someone's successful in, in the space that you're looking to operate in you know why not pick up the file you know, again slightly different terms of could you have a conversation with them but you know why not look what they're doing on the social channels why not you know i don't know download one of the guides to see the types of content they're yeah. using you know that type of stuff and i mean again if they're doing something very really well don't copy it to a point but you know users inspiration i think as chris has mentioned there you know if he he, he could have looked at that and gone well actually a hundred pounds you know a, a, a lot of money great you don't know hundred pounds the question then comes is is he devaluing you know what he's offering and therefore does that give a different viewpoint to what people are doing so again understanding the types of audience that he's trying to go after what you're trying to do and obviously again look, look, looking at some of the competitions absolutely no kind of harm looking at what other people are doing as long as you don't kind of go word for word and sometimes well don't get kind of just because one person doing it doesn't technically mean it's the right thing and also you need to stay focused to your original why um so i was using facebook and it would be really easy and I, could, I see other people do it all the time where they're, they're just on Facebook and they're scrolling and they're looking and they're commenting on other people's things and they're, they're, they're engaged on the spend, spending a lot of time on Facebook um, but they're not using it for their business. You know, they're not keeping to that strategy. Um, if, you, if you were there to post, you post, you come out, you get on with your day. Um, if you go back into that post and people have commented and people liked and you need to interact with them, you go back in, you interact with them, you come out, you get on with your day because your day should be all about success and your, the, the way that you use your social media should be all about documenting. Yeah. Now, social media strategy, again, that could be its own podcast uh, on yeah. its own. So apart from social media, what other ways would people market themselves or their business? You know, I think if you look in terms of, if you are, you know, we went back to the point at the start in terms of... Um, kind of different things you could do you know if you are a confident person why not look at kind of speaking opportunities you know for me if you're kind of trying to get yourself out there and again you know it depends on you know how you want to go about it i mean people you know if you want to do it for free for example and, and you, when you're starting out you might think to yourself 
do I want to do it for free? You know, I want to spend the day there. Oh, yeah. But actually, it depends on how you kind of value your time. I mean, for me, I, I know kind of one of the two things that I've done a little bit of volunteering on. You know, I really wanted to work in, in sports marketing when I very first started out in marketing. One of the things I've done was volunteered and worked at a, a, a non-league football club. Didn't get any money for it, but the learnings I took and some of the things I was able to do was really beneficial to me. Now, obviously, that is a balance. Don't just be giving you kind of your time away for free. But however, for your first kind of couple of speaking opportunities, you know, why not ring some of these kind of property events, whether it's, you know, it could be a local event down at your, I don't know, your local, I wouldn't say village hall, but it, it could be something quite, you know, local city centre and just say, you know, I'm in property, I want to kind of get my voice out there a bit more, I've got some really good experience, you know, is it, is it a possible speaking slot? You know, there's absolutely no harm in doing something like that and, you know, getting yourself out there, going to networking events, again, there's so many different events that kind of happen, you know, and some of them may be a cost, and you know, there will be a couple of missteps you, you you make along the way. But I think if you're looking to kind of push yourself out there, you need to get yourself in front of people. And I think there's stuff like the social ads and, and social media is brilliant, but you are kind of behind the screen, and obviously you can do your video, your video content and other things that will push you, but you know, you need to get kind of in front of people. And you know, we, we even just again, you know, ring up a couple of people who are operating those space, look at what communities are there, you know, join a you know, for example, a, a property, you know, an old property community. Again, there's be so many things out there that'll take a little bit of research, but get yourself in front of people uh, rather than kind of stuck behind a screen. You heard it and so did I. John said that he was happy to work for free. Okay, so we'll con we'll continue that conversation afterwards. Yeah, well, but, but back when I was younger, now I'm, now I'm more You're still young. You're still young. I'm not young. Just shaved your hair off to look a little bit older so you don't have to work for free anymore. <laughs> um, and the other thing, you need, this is for, for every single one of you listening out there, because I guarantee that over 50% of you are thinking it. Yeah, I will get out there. I will try to do a speaking slot. I will talk to people about the project once I've done it. That is a big, big mistake. If you're waiting until you've done your first project before you start speaking to people, you've lost a massive opportunity because the majority of people will be interested in, in learning about the project while you're doing it because you're, you're actively engaged in it. And to be perfectly honest with you, there's jeopardy. There's jeopardy that you might balls it up and it might all go completely wrong. And they'll want to follow you. They'll follow you yeah. all the way through that journey because there's a chance that you might get it wrong and they'll learn from it and yeah. you know from, from the mistakes that you made. But just imagine either, you can play that one of two ways. First of all, if you get it all right and you've done well, you've got amazing credibility. But if you do get it wrong and you've gone out there and you've told people what you're doing, if you do get it wrong, they still get to see the way that you deal with that problem, you overcome that hurdle and you make a success out of it in the end, again, giving you credibility. So it's really important that you don't wait, that you yeah. go out there and you do it straight away in order to start building your 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 network right now. Yeah, I think th I think as Chris has mentioned, kind of there, but I'll kind of being too too kind of cheesy. But a lot of people, a lot of the time, uh, are more bothered about kind of the journey. And I think you know you watch these programs on you know Channel Four, whatever it be, or or any other channels if anyone kind of sues or anything. Um, but you know these kind of you know the makeover shows, and a lot of the time, you know. You are, you are bothered what it looked like at the end, but you know, I'd say 50 minutes of that program is what happens along the way. And 95% of them tend to go, well, I had a budget of, you know, 30 grand and then, oh, this didn't work or the roof fell off or whatever. And actually that's the most interesting part because what you're interested then is, well, how are they dealing with that? How can, how can if, if they've done that, what, what, you know, and, and that's how they got around it, I can do that if that problem ever kind of come up, come up for me. So I think, as Chris has kind of said then, if you wait to kind of the end when everything's there and it's all singing or dancing, the probably likelihood is that you'll never actually do it. 
Uh, the, the reveal on Grand Designs is the last two minutes of the programme. Yeah, it doesn't really Apart from matter. that, it's all about the journey of getting yeah. to that reveal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and he spent too much cash, and you know, and, yeah. and, and what, you know, there's, there's loads of different ones. And to be honest with you, some, some of them are a, bit, are a bit mad, but ultimately, you are, you are bothered about the journey. I think, you know, for me, you want to see what's kind of happened along the way. And again, you know, just just get yourself out there. I think people will start to whether it is social media, whether it is you know um, you know events, calls. People will probably come up and go. It it, it can possibly be a conversation start. Oh, I see you put something out there last week that you just I don't know you'd had an issue with the roof or something. You know how's it going? You know, and it might seem stressful. You don't really want to talk about it because you know you've got a property with a leak coming through or you know an issue with a tenant, whatever it be. But actually, they're really interested to hear, it and it goes back to all that very first point at the start. You're not you're not them boring then because you've got something that people want to hear. And you know what? We're still doing this this stuff, right? I'm I'm speaking at the property investor show. We've got Pete, the head of support, who's who's speaking at the property yep. investor show. You know, we, we we're only doing this after five years of being alive as a business because because it works because it's really good. And you know how we started out by doing smaller events by doing exactly the same thing on a smaller scale locally. Yeah. So the reason that we're, we're, we're advocating this course of action is because it works. Yeah. So we've talked about why you should be doing it. We've talked about how you should be doing it. And now you feel a little bit uncomfortable because <clears throat> you realize that you might have to start speaking in front of people or you might have to start engaging with people that you don't currently know. So now let's make you see why you should be doing it or give you the motivation to be doing it by showing you what will happen if you don't do it. So if you don't market yourself effectively, what are the what are the negatives? What are the, the repercussions of that? Well, I think first and foremost, you've wasted your own time. I think, you know, ultimately, I think it was going back to some of the points. And again, this is why I, I'm, I'm kind of a big believer in your plans and your strategy and setting out your objectives at the start, because otherwise you, you just become a busy fool. Um, you would then end up doing a load of stuff that actually and thinking, I'm putting all this effort in, great, so you tick the box there. Uh, I think I've got my plan, brilliant, but, I'm not really getting anywhere so you know what what am I doing for and all you've ended up doing is you've just probably been focused on the wrong areas or you've not been doing it effectively and therefore you've wasted your own time um, and I think you know outside of that is, is, is the cost you know I think ultimately a lot of stuff in property always kind of comes down to money and and, and, and that side of things but ultimately you know you can spend a lot of money not doing it well you know and I, I've had first hand of this you know not, not from a property perspective from a marketing standpoint and you know particularly when it comes to stuff like events or kind of digital marketing you spend a load you know you, you've, you've seen an advert on Facebook or you've spoke to someone who does some, some kind of digital ads an agency or a freelancer I'm not slagging anyone off who, who works in digital but you know so you're slagging people off we're going to get sued because of what you said this is definitely the last I podcast that you're I, don't, doing. I don't think it's sued but you know I've, I've worked with a lot of kind of some really really good digital people um, you know and again some of them are brilliant but there's a lot of people out there that and, and again it's not just the same with digital it's the same with property and they'll promise you the earth and next thing you know you spent you know two grand a month and next thing you know you've got no leads or you're not you're not promoted or whatever it be um you know and and that can that can kind of add up quickly if you've only got you know a certain amount of budget and you know a certain amount of time you've kind of give to it that can eat away quite quickly so i think not doing effectively or not understanding what you're trying to do you know the cost the time the time side of it um and again it, it kind of ties into the other side of things you know if you're picking stuff like the wrong audience you know again the time side you're just wasting your own time you're not speaking to, to the right kind of people and then ultimately you just, you just become forgetful because you're not actually hitting anyone with the message they want to hear um, so all in all you think well I don't really remember that person's name or, or whatever it be so they're, they're just some of the reasons again I mean the, the, you can have a list as long as you are and, and to be honest with you a lot of them are a lot of them are quite obvious really you know the cost the time side of it but ultimately your business is not achieving what you want it to do and if you you know if you're you're starting out in property I, I'd imagine you've got 
you know, objectives, aims, ambitions, and, and everyone's to be slightly different. You know, one might be they want to make enough money to, I don't know, send the kids to university. Someone else might be, I want to retire when I'm 45, 50, whatever it be. Um, and ultimately, you know, the, the, the less effective you are with marketing yourself, the further away your kind of ambition or goal or whatever becomes. Um, and I think I would always have that in mind when, you, when you're thinking about it. Do I need to remind you to breathe? Have you breathed yet since the beginning of the no, podcast? No, but I, I think I did say this before the start of the podcast. Really, like this, you know, as you can tell, I have quite a, a strong Scouse accent, and this is kind of my posh. It's the tempo, mate. It's difficult to keep it's up. What, what what happens is when I get excited, um, I just like I like to speak a lot. But yeah. this, this is actually the posh voice. This. Wow. Okay. All right then. <laughs> um, the other thing that I want to add to that, though, because I, I I agree with everything that you've just said that the impact of not marketing yourself effectively, the thing that I want to add to that is don't be afraid to fail, right? When you put that marketing plan together, and I actually brought in one of my original leaflets um, from like eight, yeah. nine, ten years ago, I brought it into the office because I, I still had them in the garage. I've chucked them away now. Good. But I, I brought in one, <laughs> and that's how bad it was. It was a really, really bad leaflet. But at the time, I wanted to test whether leaflets work. So I think I got, I still remember this off the top of my head, 15,000 leaflets printed. And I got a local guy called Andy who would deliver them in bunches of five and it was 30 quid plus VAT for a thousand delivered. That's, that's, what, that. that's, what, I, that's what I spent on those leaflets. And do you know how many leads I've generated from those leaflets? You've seen the leaflets. Ba so. ba based on the leaflet, I'd probably say none. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was none because it, the, I wasn't hitting my audience in the right way. But at the same time as putting those leaflets out, I um, was doing direct mail campaigns as well to the same people. And those direct mail campaigns were very, very effective. So they worked really well. But I tested those leaflets. I tested them for, I think, two months. They didn't work, didn't get a single lead, shut it down, didn't try that again. And I, I only went with the ways that were successful. So when you're marketing yourself and you're putting that plan together, have a couple of options for yourself as to, you know, and allow some of those things to fail if they don't produce the results. But you you are moving forward from a position of knowing rather than guessing what the right thing to do is. I think as well, I think I, there, is a, there is a quote and I remember someone told me when I was young, it's like, you know, 50% of marketing work, you just need to find out the 50% of it that actually does. And I think it's a bit more, it's a bit more philosophical than that, um, but it's along those lines, it's right. I mean, I've tried loads of things that I've kind of done in the past. I've done all the right stuff and it's not worked. And I'm like, get, again, give it enough time to breathe, to test it, see if it works. But at the same time, don't kind of be afraid if it doesn't. I think, you know, if you've got your, not your out with it, um, but you know, try the, try the paid ads, try, uh, you know, leaflet designs. If you, you know, if you want to kind of go down the route of Chris, try events, try speaking stuff, yeah. but ultimately review them, see, see what happens and see what they bring in. Because otherwise you could think, you know, actually that was a waste of time. That like, yet when you've gone to look back in, you've got a number of leads or a number of good conversations. So again, having some sort of system to be able to track you know what you've done um but again don't without kind of again going too too kind of cheesy don't kind of be afraid to fail and get it wrong and this is what big business do d does sorry we we have we review performance every yeah. every week yeah don't we? we have a meeting every week we review performance <laughs> and and we make, and there's, there's, we make plans for the failures <laughs> absolutely there are yeah but we're always learning it's either a success or it's a learning opportunity yeah, right and we're, we're always moving forward yeah um okay so finally top tips for marketing yourself uh, research i think you know for me any any kind of good marketing should always be backed off evidence um so you got the research side of it but when when you when you're doing stuff track what you're doing you know I, has it worked what did i get back from because you know for example you know i think some things sometimes people you know for example social media i think oh, i've got three likes on on kind of facebook off this post i've done 
brilliant but what it kind of brought in you know looking at the evidence if you're doing you know mail shots for example if you're doing as chris said you know their direct mails or leaflets you know try and get that evidence you know research at the start find out what you're trying to do is it the right space for you and then get evidence around that because like if you're making big decisions that can have a massive impact on you and your business and you've not got the evidence to back it up then you know ultimately there's probably a good chance that you're doing a based off opinion and i think you know especially within marketing most things are opinion and you know and, and everyone will always have a, a different idea on what you want to try and do and um, but if you've got evidence to back up what you know whether you're in business with somebody else or your team whatever it be you know if you've got evidence there to back up what you're doing it'll just give that a little bit more confidence and oh yeah i'm doing the right thing it may just take a little bit of time or it doesn't work and, and this is this shows it isn't working let's scrap it evidence and efficiency yeah um, I think for me, you know, an, an, another kind of top tip is, you know, you can't be kind of a a jack of all trades, kind of, you know, you can't be trying to do everything um, on your own. Um, so, you know, look at, look at, you know, whether it is external kind of support, whether it is, you know, other people. I'm not just saying from a marketing standpoint, but, you know, there's loads of different kind of tools and software and kind of people out there who may be able to help you. You know, you've got, if you're having... You know, you're kind of speaking at an event. You know, you you you're doing, for example, a, a speaking opportunity or whatever it be. You know, you don't want to then be sat there trying to pull together leaflets. You know, if for example, Chris was in the same boat now when he was right, right. I want to test out some leaflets. You know, it, by by the looks of it, you know, I don't think design is his um, is his area of expertise. Ouch. So therefore, don't don't try to do it all on your own. Again, obviously, you know it does come into cost and whatnot. But there's there's a lot of kind of people out there. Both there's freelancers. There's you know there's some really good tools like you know you've got your canvas Canva, yeah. and stuff like that. You know I, I've used that in the past for kind of some personal stuff, um, and you know it, it, it's really really good. So again, don't try to kind of be doing everything on your own. Uh, and that's not just with marketing, but you know speak to other people, learn from them. You know again, it's it, it's not about kind of copying people's ideas. It's about learning from people um, I'm so, so bad at design that, that that design on that leaflet was actually a template I didn't even try and design it myself because it would have been yeah. even worse than, than in, all, in all fairness I was saying back in your day um, but I'd imagine if you'd done these what was it 10 years ago about that see I was still in I think I was still in was I in college then let's move on quickly um, but yes but the, I mean so, software's moved on a lot now um, but stuff like Canva's brilliant you know and again there's loads of different stuff even, even like stuff like your business cards for example that, that's a really small thing but your business cards are almost in some part that first kind of introduction and kind of shot window to those conversations and if you've got a really poor looking business card because you've tried to pull something together on you know Word or PowerPoint you know you can have the best speech in the world but it's probably going to hinder you so again look around other things that can kind of help you do that um but again comes all back to that kind of first point have a plan you know know what you're trying to do know where you're trying to get know what you're trying to achieve and other things will follow the tactics the social media and other things um but if you're not got a plan then for me you you, you know it's going to be tough that's brilliant john thanks very much really appreciate you spending some time with us and sharing your expertise so mm. thanks for joining us today brilliant to enjoy it and thank you as well thanks for listening to the podcast today hopefully you'll have learned how to market yourself effectively comment below and tell us some of the mistakes that you've made uh, when you've been marketing yourself and you know we'd love to join in that conversation and and speak to you about it but let us know about the marketing that you've done let us know about the mistakes that you've made Remember, Source Franchise is here to help you. We are the first and only franchise of our kind, and we're much more than a training course. We're right behind you, supplying you with knowledge and property leads, and we can even offer funding through Source Capital. To find out more, send us an email or download our prospectus at sourcefranchise.co.